Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose, a brand new podcast that aims to explore, educate and inspire around the topic of purpose. I'm your host, Peter. By day, I'm an account director of a social media creative agency based in Dubai. But in my spare time, I'm a massive podcast enthusiast and self-proclaimed self-development junkie. I'm also mum to my beautiful little girl, Mavia, and I'm someone who is very much on a journey of exploring what my true purpose is. Each episode, I'll be speaking with a new guest to discuss their journey on discovering their purpose and what they have learnt along the way. I'll be interviewing entrepreneurs, coaches, thought leaders, authors, and inspiring people from many different walks of life. Through their personal stories, we'll explore what purpose means to them, and hopefully, in the process, my wonderful guests can share some words of wisdom that we can all take forward into our lives and the pursuit of purpose. So, without further ado, let's get into episode one. My guest for this first ever episode of the podcast is someone very special. You'll hear when I first welcome this guest, I touch on why it was so important to me that she was the first guest for this new show, and I'm very grateful to her for this beautiful conversation. Caroline Britton is a psychic mentor, soul and magic coach, and is known as the modern day priestess. Need I say more? Caroline is simply magical, and I hope this episode helps you view purpose in a new light, as it really did that for me. Enjoy. Caroline, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me. And before we get into the topic of purpose, I just wanted to say that you were actually my last guest of my last podcast. And so when I was planning this concept and it came to me, you were the first person that came into my mind and I just felt it was only right that you were the first person for this first series because I'm not necessarily recording the episodes in the order they'll be released, but you will be the first episode of this new podcast and new series. So thank you so much. It means a lot. Um, I want to talk to you about purpose. And I just wanted to start by asking you, when I say the word purpose, what does that conjure up for you? It's a great question. Um, I see purpose as an energy that's ever-changing and moving. So we tie ourselves in knots so often because we say, what's my purpose? Like, it's a thing. It's linear. You attach to it, and that's it. It doesn't feel like that to me. Purpose feels like an energetic movement that starts from within us and then sort of guides us wherever we're supposed to be and purpose is a part of our life so it doesn't have to be purpose with an end goal of and I achieve x y and z it could be a purpose to feel more love, a purpose to give more love, a purpose to nourish my body, a purpose to be of great service to the world. Like it can be many, many things. But when I think about the word purpose, for me, it's linked to an energy that we get to connect with that ultimately guides us to our highest calling freedom joy and love just let that sit in for a moment listeners that is so beautiful and 
what do you think our main purpose is of the human experience? Is it that? Is it following that energy that then leads us to that sort of higher calling? I think our main purpose is to be as true to who we really are as possible. And who we truly are is love, is divinity, is wholeness. And I feel like we know that when we come into the world and then we spend a lot of our lives trying to get back there. So I really want to come away from the masculine energy of purpose. And there is definitely an element of us doing and showing up for purpose. But I really want to encourage your listeners before they even start to see this as a an energy and a connection that's going to bring them closer to who they truly are. This I've actually got your book in front of me. Um, and your book coming home to you it's yeah I I love that that sort of it's within us we know but so much of what we need to do before we start thinking about our life's purpose is unlearning a lot of the things that we have picked up along the way Um, we spoke a little bit about this during our last conversation, but for those listeners that may not have come across your work, can you talk a little bit about what it is that you do and how you came into this line of work? Because your um, sort of change of direction and change of path in your career really manifested itself in a really interesting way. And I'd love to see how we can sort of connect that to purpose and how you felt that you were maybe not doing your life's purpose. Could you talk a little bit about that? Of course. So I um, worked for a management consultancy in London in the UK for about 14 years. And I didn't really think much about purpose. I didn't really feel much about purpose. For me, it was much more egoic led. It was, well, this is what you should do. Should's always a, a good um, reminder that we're probably coming away from purpose. And um, you should do this. It was very fear-based, and you know, it served me well in my early twenties. But actually, after the birth of my second child, as I came into my early thirties, I became more and more disconnected. And the way that showed up for me was a a feeling that something was off, and. I spoke about this in an event I did earlier. There's like these two voices. There's the voice that whispers to us, like, what would happen if you left your job? Or what would happen if you moved countries? Or what would happen if you set up a business? Or what would happen? Um, And what if you did this? And then there's that bit so easily squashed. That's the bit that whispers our purpose, connects us to our purpose. And then there's this loud bit of, but how do you pay the bills and what are you going to do? And we're wedded to these old stories and it's not how we do it. And what will people think? And you're going to let everyone down. And and that voice sort of comes in. And, and that was my battle with myself, I think, for several years. Then eventually it showed up in my body as being uh, really run down, um, anxious, having a panic attack, came out in shingles, and I got signed off from work. And when I was signed off from work, this is where 
I stopped doing and I started to just listen to the whispers and it started in my body like something's off I feel anxious I feel this I was able to be with it then the way it unfolded for me is for the listeners who don't know I now run a a large a large business with several different components um the first component being an online academy with programs that are spiritual program energetics business related one-to-one private practice and coaching and I do a lot of speaking events and, and write books and I work with a very interesting array of people from entrepreneurs to sports professionals to people in the public eye male females doctors all sorts of very interesting um and wonderful people now when I decided that I wanted to come out of the corporate world and do something myself I didn't know it was going to look like this. So it's not like I had this thing of like, my purpose is going to be being a spiritual and intuitive coach who's going to do this work. It was a gentle unfolding of being shown, as I am still now, a little piece of the puzzle at a time. So for me, I had this feeling because I had done so much work around self development and my own healing that I should set up a workshop with a friend we'd interview entrepreneurs and i talk a little bit about fear and limiting beliefs and that as i stepped into that calling which was a whisper wasn't given the full picture turned into launching a product which was called mind mail which is kind of a coach in a box to doing some one-to-one coaching after training as a coach and then it just took me and this is what is so fascinating about purpose work this is why it's so fluid when we come away from the pressure of and what am I going to do with my life and what's it going to look like I would never have been able to move that would have just like completely stalled me in my tracks instead what I've learned to do is honor and listen to the whispers and more and more of my purpose has been shown so the key thing I would say to anybody listening who this is resonating with is you can't connect through the mind you've got to connect through the body you've got to connect through feelings you've got to connect through being you've got to connect through listening you can't bulldoze your way into purpose you can act with a real intentionality and a focus and a mission when you start connecting to the bigger part of you you've got to get quiet you've got to get beneath the noise to find those like little seeds and then once you get to those seeds, you can do what you want with them. But that's that's a key bit. That was the bit that was a gift to me is by getting poorly, I had to drop beneath the noise. And it was there, it, like I could hear the whisper and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to follow it. What I've taken away from that, I mean, there's a few things, but one thing that was really coming to me was, so often we're trying to connect the dots from the beginning and actually you just need to listen to those whispers and make a move based off where you are right now you don't need to know what the step is after that just make a move and that can be very intentional and like you said you can have focus and purpose but you don't know where that next step is going to lead to and I think a lot of people I mean right now I feel that excites me but for a lot of people that's terrifying 
Um, At what point during this process, obviously you're still very much in, but was there a moment where something clicked and you were like, ah, okay, I feel a bigger picture here? Because what you've done has grown so much and there's so many, like you said, components to it. Or do you still very much feel like you're going sort of listening to the whispers step to step to step? It's a really good question. I get like senses of the enormitude of the work that I'm supposed to do and will do here for sure. Um, Still, I I get visions that just don't make sense um, of me with certain people doing a lot in America, uh, being on big stages. I really, these come more and more because I'm so connected to myself these days, so connected to source. It's just like, I really trust that because it's all linked. We've got to trust the whispers, trust the guidance. Um, For me, when things started to land about the connection to purpose was when I was starting to do the coaching and how it lit me up. It made me feel so alive. And it and there was an effortlessness for me with the work. Not that running a business has been effortless, but the work itself of sitting with a client or speaking on a podcast or speaking an event. Yes, there's nerves and fears, but it's always felt like a flow and an ease for me. And I think the more that I have stepped into that, the more it all makes sense. And the fascinating thing, I mean, I'm coming up to five and a half years in my business. When I look back, it's so incredible the way that the universe works, the way that um, we're so heard. I'll give you an example. When, just before I had my burnout, I had decided that I wanted to buy the family house, the forever home. And I planned it all out. It was going to be this promotion. And I worked out exactly how it was going to happen, which we all know is like a golden rule not to. But at the time, that's what I did. And everything just seemed to go wrong. In the corporate world, getting promotions, everything, it just felt like doors were being shut. And what I didn't realise is because loads of other doors were being open. When I did my first workshop, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. We had about 25 people there. And I got to the venue... And the owner wasn't there. And the guy next door who owned the bar came around. He said, I heard you're doing a workshop. Here are loads of glasses for your event. We had a chat for two minutes and he left. The random thing is he was the man who ended up buying the house that I was in to facilitate the move to the forever home. So the universe sent him in to the workshop. The very first thing I ever did in this area and I didn't know and it's so bizarre when you look back how you can't make up the synchronicities and everything that are put together so I would say if doors are closing trust other things are opening that you have been heard and that things are unfolding they're always unfolding even if we can't see it and you'll look back and it'll make sense and I think in answer to your question you know I'll look back in five years and it'll all make perfect sense the hard bits the good bits the magic and that's what it's about isn't it we don't want incredible I know 
it's nuts, that's it? amazing and didn't you also um there was another story connected to the house that you ended up in the yellow roses is it that yeah yeah, I this think is it's a that one. I was, I was laughing because my son whacked his football into them the other day. So when I was in our old house, my daughter and I used to, I used to take her to nursery and she was really little. There was a, on our street, we'd walk just around the corner where the nursery was. And on the street, at a certain time of the year, it was a beautiful garden and it had one yellow rose and it smelled like of peaches it was just one of them and we called it our rose and we stopped and smell it and it was just we did it every year for like four or five years and I remember saying when we manifest our dream house we'll plant one of those she was like yes when I moved into the house I didn't realize until we were in here that there is a enormous raised bed of like a hundred of those exact flowers this exact smell the exact same color had already been planted there it's amazing oh so beautiful and talking of manifesting I feel like manifesting is having a little bit of a moment um Mm -hmm. right now it's a very um it's a very hot topic what are your thoughts and feelings around manifesting and applying that to connecting with your purpose? So I think the best thing that we can do with manifesting is try to avoid getting into figuring out the how. And if it's linked to purpose in particular, rather than looking at the thing you're seeking, look at the feelings you're seeking. So when I was trying to manifest in my corporate job, I was trying to manifest the house and I was saying how I wanted it to happen. When manifestation really started working for me, it's like, I want to feel how happy I feel when I smell that flower. I want to feel freedom. I want to feel space. I want to feel like I've got time. I want to feel like I'm doing work I love. I want to feel like I'm out from behind my desk and traveling. I want to feel this. And I was really connected to the feeling it was going to give me. And the great thing about that is when you're connecting to the feeling, the universe can do a match like this or something better. So whereas my mind might have said, well, it's like this house or this job, or whatever it might be, the universe can say, actually, this is a really lovely vibrational match. So for those people who are struggling to get clarity around purpose, start with, how do you want to feel as you wake up? How do you want to feel when you are living your life? And that's what I used to do. I used to write things like, you know, I get up, and I've got time, and I sit and I have a a cup of coffee at the island, and I look out at the garden and then I have a walk and I feel really free and really connected. And I wrote all of those things into existence. And that's in my life. You know, that is from the coffee to the walk to everything. So so start there and then allow those whispers and those nudges to align to that. I started doing um, a few mantras mm-hmm. just to myself because I would love to move house in the next year or two. Um, And there's a few different drivers for that. But what I've started to do, instead of thinking about what type of house do I want and what area, I'm really trying to practice gratitude for the house I have and put loads of love into the house I have because we we do have a beautiful home and start to really 
in my mind go, okay, this is how much I love this home and making improvements there and think how much I'm going to feel for the, for the next home. But right now I'm here and I love this home and just trying to really practice gratitude. And then the universe will, will match that sort of energetic vibration that I'm putting out there instead of just thinking about the materialistic side of it because actually my drivers aren't materialistic um but yeah I've really been consciously trying to do that um and and we'll see what happens it's out to the universe (laughs) gratitude is such a high um it's such a high frequency do you know what I would do as well I've done this with quite a lot of clients I would drop into meditation sounds a bit nuts but this works really well I would invite your current house that you're in to you and ask, you'll feel the energy of it, it'll feel male or it'll feel female, you'll feel it as an energy. And then ask your house like what it needs, like is it ready to let you go? Is there anything else that you can do? And it might say things like paint this wall gray or put a plant here or clean out this or can you please like sort this out? Uh, um, put a number on the door, like whatever it might be, it'll, it'll speak to you and you can go and do those things. And what you can do is you can call the energy of your next house towards you and have a conversation with it and connect with it through the heart and I have seen so many clients when I've done this practice with them manifest the house quickly oh I'm gonna so do that like Caroline 100 yeah, I'm gonna put in the show notes as you manifest your yes dream house. I'm so gonna do that <laughs> um I want to talk a little bit about passion So for you, what is the difference between passion and purpose? And how do you, or do you feel that they're linked? Hmm. It's funny, isn't it? Because I always feel like the word purpose can feel so masculine. It's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to achieve? And we talked about this at the beginning. I have a slightly different view on it. Passion feels really present and really feminine and really in the now so I'm passionate about walking I'm passionate about exercise I'm passionate about helping others I'm passionate about connecting to spirit I'm passionate about speaking teaching I'm passionate about color and nature and travel And I feel like the more I feed my passions, my pleasures, my joys, the more I'm feeding me, which ultimately leads to a greater connection to purpose. Because remember, purpose is our connection to our truest self. So I see them as really linked. And I think when we can get out of that habit we've got to, and what is the output I get from this? Like, what's this going to do? Can we come away from that using passion and say, how can, all we have is the present moment, yeah? So how can I connect most to myself, to energy, to source, to everything in this moment? And that's what passion helps us do. And it's in the moment you find the purpose. It's in the moment, not in some future place. It's in the moment. So use passion to open you up to the present and all the answers inspiration infinite potentials it's found in the moment now and that's making me think of the whispers and about being really conscious when something does light you up because sometimes you're surprised you might find yourself doing something and you think oh I really enjoyed that that really 
that really sparked something inside of me. And that's the whisper. And that's what you then need to listen to. And it's all, it is definitely connected, but you don't, you might have a passion for horse riding, but that doesn't necessarily mean your life's purpose is to be a professional horse rider. Um, I just, I find it so fascinating how they're so, it feels like they're intrinsically linked, but you can have many different passions in life. Um, Some may be connected to your purpose. Some, some may not be, maybe elements of them. Um, but I think it comes back to that just being really conscious of how you feel. And if your purpose and your intention is to be the fullest expression of you, then anything that's bringing passion and joy and a connection is ultimately feeding into that. So rather than saying, like, what's my purpose? Like, what should I do or be? Mm. It's like, what if we all set the intention is my purpose here is to be the fullest expression of me whatever that might be and that could be loving who's in front of me at the moment it could be being completely present with this conversation at the moment it it can be everything you know and that's that's really powerful when you can do that how do you have any um advice on if somebody maybe feels like they have a couple of different purposes and I'm talking more sort of on the career side here, Um, how can they vet opportunities that come their way to check in and just see, vet, does this align with my purpose? Is this right for me? Because sometimes things can look wonderful um, and they may not be fully aligned. So this is where we've got to really listen to our body. So I would use a very simple exercise, which is when I think, feel into this opportunity does it feel expansive in my body like it's opening up or does it feel constricted like it's closing and that's a really powerful thing to do because actually our body knows like our body is guiding us we've got these brilliant emotional signals so so often our mind makes decisions because it's based on ego certainty stories limitations all of the things. So if you're finding yourself not sure, you're likely overly in your head. If you're using the word, I really should, you're likely in your ego. Spend some time dropping into your body and just asking your body how it feels. And it's so clever. Notice. Notice where it expands and opens and where it closes. Because that that's this is a system which is so connected and know so much more than the mind, but we haven't been taught to connect into that part of us. So that, that would be my advice. That is amazing advice. Thank you. One of the things I've really tried to work on over the past year is to take a moment before I react to anything, whether that be in my personal life, my work life, and just take a moment and really sit with that and go, what's being stirred up here? How do I feel? Because I'm so reactive. Um, I'm fiery Aries, bull in a china shop. And I'm really trying to consciously just take a moment, take a breath and think, why has that really irked me? Or why am I, why am I so lit up by that? Or why has that really annoyed me? And it's, it's really hard. It sounds, it, it should be, or you'd think it'd be simple, but it's not. It's a real conscious effort um, that I wake up every day and try to do. 
um, and it is serving me well. And it's really nice to look back and go, I have dealt with this situation or conversation so much differently than I would have a year ago. Because you're able to witness the emotion rather than be it. And I think that's the key thing is like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with anger and fear and shame and guilt. It's our judgment of it. So we do what we can to avoid feeling the feeling. I don't want to feel fear. I don't want to feel shame. I don't want to feel judgment. I don't want to feel rejected. So we react. But what you're doing is you're noticing the feelings coming up. You're observing it. You're not trying to fix it. You're letting it flow and move through your body because it's an energy. And that's what's changing things for you because it's really powerful to do that. And if we could teach everybody, our children, to emotionally regulate, which is, yeah, of course you have feelings. And they're to be felt and witnessed and held. But it's a safe space within you to do that. There's no judgment of any of them. Like they get to be held and they pass through you. Then that's when we become whole. Like we're not trying to keep parts of us that we don't approve of at an arm's length and that part of us doesn't feel the need to go and react or um, defend or do all of those things as a knee-jerk reaction so you're coming from a place of wholeness because you're holding those emotions and it's really powerful I'm trying <laughs> every day I'm trying Caroline we don't have long because I know you you have a train to catch um for people listening who want to find you, because you do a lot of incredible work that's actually completely free. So people can get a sense of what you do, um, experience one of your workshops. Could you tell us where to find you, how best to contact you? Of course. So Caroline Britton Coaching on Instagram, that's the main place that I am. And I do a lot of um, a lot of free content on there. And then my website is www.caroline britain.com and there's loads of free resources and a brilliant archetype quiz where you can start connecting more to your soul's calling what to watch out for how to use it as a superpower it's it's really good thank you you have set up this series so beautifully thank you i knew that you would be able to talk on this subject in such a unique way um is there anything you want to leave our listeners with I think for me is the more time you can spend dropping beneath the noise, whether that's when you're running, you're in nature, you meditate, whatever, journaling, whatever it is for you, you're going to become more and more connected to purpose when you become more and more connected to yourself. So some of us are getting it the wrong way around. Let's use my mind and try and think my way. It's like, no, how can I be more fully connected to who I truly am, my body and how I feel? And in there is where the answers lie. So maybe just for a moment, stop thinking and trying to figure it out and try and fix it. And instead, be with yourself and be with all bits of yourself and love all parts of yourself. And from that place of wholeness and from that place of being in the present with yourself, answers will come. Caroline, thank you so much. You have personally given me 
so much to go away and think about. And I so appreciate you coming on, giving your time. You are magical. Um, thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you, Peter. Thank you so much for having me and much love. Thank I'll you. you soon. Chat soon. Right. Bye. Take care. Chat soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Isn't she incredible? Thank you once again to Caroline. You can find links in the show notes of this episode to Caroline's Instagram page and website where she has an array of life-changing online workshops and courses. She also offers some truly magical complimentary workshops, so be sure to sign up to her newsletter to keep updated on those. Thank you for listening to this first episode. My plan is to release an episode every couple of weeks, guest and work dependent, so please just bear with me. If you have any feedback or guest suggestions, please do drop me a DM on Instagram. My handle is also in the show notes below. Lastly, I would be super grateful if you could please give the show a follow and share with anyone else you think may enjoy listening. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day and thank you for listening.